Hello and welcome to the Detoxicity Podcast. I am Mike Joseph. I produce and host and created this show. I thank you for listening. Uh, if you are new to this podcast, if this is your first time listening, welcome aboard. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, I thank you for hanging in and sticking with us uh, through the last year and a half or so. Um, it is really my distinct pleasure to bring you these conversations. I find them illuminating even as a listener and not just the host. If you are interested in exploring this podcast any further, feel free to A, hit the uh, uh, subscribe button on whichever platform you're using to listen. Also, please feel free to vote us up on those podcast platforms so we appear near the top of the search and uh, move up in the rankings. And uh, by all means, give us a rating. If you like the show, if you hate the show, if you feel somehow conflicted about the show, uh, please rate, subscribe, and comment. You can follow me on Instagram at DetoxPodGuy, and you can follow me on Twitter at TizMikeJoseph. You can even drop me a line via old-fashioned email, DetoxPod at gmail.com. Also, feel free to reach out via email if you know somebody that would be a good fit for this show, or if you yourself would be interested in talking to me for an episode of this show. Once again, I really, really appreciate you listening. I think these are important messages that we're sending. These are important stories we're telling, and uh, I hope this all continues. Once again, you are appreciated. I hope that you and yours are taking care. Evan Thomas lives in the suburbs of Atlanta, and he works at a college. Evan is also my brother. Uh, some of you know the story, but Evan and I discovered each other via 23andMe less than six months ago. And when we had this conversation, it was less than 24 hours after we'd met in person for the first time. It's a pretty surreal experience. It is a pretty surreal conversation. Uh, we talk about how we discovered one another. Uh, we talk about our experiences with our shared father. We talk about growing up in the same vicinity as one another without actually meeting the other person. We talk about the ridiculous similarities that we have and uh, nature versus nurture. Um, outside of our relationship, we also talk about uh, the fact that Evan is now settling down and uh, got engaged to his longtime partner. We talk about interracial relationships. We talk about putting the player card away and so much other stuff. This is just a fantastic conversation, and I don't just say that because I'm part of it, but uh, everybody listening to the show, I would like you to uh, be introduced to my little brother, Evan. Okay, well, I'm Evan uh, Thomas. I'm 31 years old. I live in McDonough, Georgia, but I'm originally from Brooklyn. I'm here in Brooklyn visiting my big brother. I don't know. I like stories first and foremost, so whichever way I can hear a story, whether it's through music or film or comic books or sitcoms, then I like all those things. Well, this is a story. Okay, yeah, this is a story. This Podcast. is a story. That's yeah. True. So I happen to be the big brother in question. And this is our second day of meeting each other in person. Second day. Second day. We've only known each other for maybe like six months. Six or so months, yeah, since March. And prior to that, you knew about me, but mm -hmm. I did not know about you. Awkward. It's super <laughs> weird. So I, I don't even know how to go into that. You obviously knew I existed at some point. I did. And I should actually go further back in the story. We have the same father. We do. Different mothers. I was not raised by my father. I 
have clearly met him at some point early in my life, but do not remember him. Right. And you are significantly younger than I am, so dad had the whole another life. Yeah, several lives. You, yeah, he, he, <laughs> a, he a few lives. A bit of living. <laughs> bit of living by the time that you rolled around. Yeah. I didn't know who he was, but you had him in your life. Yeah, somewhat. For, for a period of time. Yeah. And somewhere along the line, you realized that I was, that I existed, or yeah. that the, the idea of me, that was a more than one dimension. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. Me and our dad, I think we have a good relationship now, but it's been maybe 14 years in the making. It all started with a visit when I was about 16 or 17. That's when I first heard your name. Our dad was inebriated at the time, so so I don't know. I, I take everything with a grain of salt. And when somebody is in that space, it kind of just came out. We were sitting down and uh, we we're having one of those bonding moments. And then he just is like, you know, you have a brother. And he, he told me your name. Did it just like come out of nowhere? It, it did come out of nowhere. It was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? It's only me. I'm the only boy. And I don't know. I don't really remember why I didn't prod more or like push more. I guess it was too weird or too strange or it felt like it may have been something that he told me that he didn't really want to tell. It, it kind of just came out. Okay. So I never pushed. I never pushed my mom and... From that point on, we were just building our relationship. But did your mom know about me? So fast forward to maybe to the end of 2020, it became clear that my mom did know. Okay. But she also did not push or or prod our dad, Joseph, for any, like, it's just so weird. It was just something that happened, but it was almost like it didn't happen. It was strange. It was No one was very committed. Sure. So I committed myself to it, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did, too. And I guess I can pick the story up from there. I've been on a mission for as long as I've known that Joseph existed. I've obviously known my mom my whole life. My mom, to my knowledge, had been with the same guy since I was, as far as I know, she went with the same guy. She got married when I was four. They were together before that. They've been married for 40 years now. Somewhere along the line, I assumed he was my father. Makes sense. And then I remember, I must have been like 13 or 14, and I was here in Brooklyn at my grandparents' house, <clears throat> and I brought home a shitty report card or something and my grandmother was mad at me, and she goes, Leo's not your real father. I was like, what? I think I just kind of like looked at her. Yeah, like... And it was, I guess, similar to what you went through with dad and, and your mom. That never pushed the issue, and it was never brought up again. Like, right. me and my grandmother, until the day she died, never talked about it again. Wow. My mom and I never had a discussion about it and <clears throat> it was kind of like I was waiting for her to bring it up because right. I was like okay obviously if was this like a sexual assault or right. is he dead 
Right. And I was just like, I'm not going to push the issue. So maybe 2007, 2008, I'm talking to my aunt and her husband and her family, my aunt I'm very close to, and it was Christmas dinner or something like that. And we're talking about my mom, and at some point it came up that we had never talked about who my father was. And my aunt told me a little bit of the story, what she knew, right. which was that my mom and my dad were a couple. They were in a relationship. They were living together, which I don't think I found out until much later. And he had knocked up another person at the same time my mom got pregnant with me, mm-hmm. around the same time. And it basically came down to a decision for, yeah, my mom and my dad were in, and dad were engaged, mm-hmm. ready to, to get married. And whatever the circumstances were, he ended up marrying the other girl or was pressured to marry the other girl or whatever it was. So he was out of the picture at that point. Right. And I thought that it all happened before I was born. Right. But coming to find out, A, that our first and middle names are reversed. Yes. But we have the same name. And after starting a dialogue with you, he has a picture of me. Yep. And so we met before, which I didn't know either. Right. Um, so it's just kind of like I've had bits and pieces of the story. And I had written a letter to my mom. This was back in 2008. Just kind of like talking about a bunch of stuff. But also, you know, at that point I was 32 years old. And we never had a conversation about who he was and what led to him not being in my life, right? Right. So... I never got a letter response. Mm-hmm. I think she tried to call me a couple of times, and I really just wasn't ready to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I remember speaking to my sister, because my mom has three kids with my stepdad. Okay. And um, she was like, Mom's really mad at that letter. She's really upset, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, do I want to have this confrontation right now? And then just years went by. Right. You know, we spoke between, like, my grandmother died pretty much two years ago to this date almost, give or take a few days. Uh, I think it was September 6th or September 8th, I don't remember which. But between, I want to say it was like October 2008 and September 2019, she and I did not see each other. So almost 11 years. We spoke on the phone once during that time and texted on occasion. So obviously that letter and more than the letter, just kind of the acknowledgement that, hey, there's some shit that you should have told me at some point that you didn't tell me, drove a wedge between us. Right. So after my grandmother died, to make a really long story short, I was like, I'm going to find this shit out for myself. Right. I knew about genealogy sites and DNA testing stuff, and I was like, it's a really long shot that anybody from my family is on 23andMe, but I can afford this. Mm-hmm. Let me see what happens. And I joined 23andMe probably like the end of 2019. Okay. And, you know, a year goes by and it's just like 3% match, 4% match, 0.5% match. Random Caucasian people are coming up, like all this (laughs) stuff. I'm related to these people, but they're not close relations. Mm -hmm. They're fourth cousins, third cousins, all that kind of stuff. So then I left it alone for a while. I found out some stuff about my ethnic background. I was like, that's cool, that's interesting. But there were no matches coming up that were meaningful at all. Everything was 4% or less. So I'm here sitting at home one day, finishing my work day. It's like 5.45, 5.50. I see an email pop up from 23andMe. I'm like, I haven't looked in a minute. Let me go on the site and take a look. 
and I go on the site, and you came up, and we were like a 28% mattress <laughs> and shit like that. I wish I could go on the site and look now and see what the exact oh, percentage is. I, I could pull do it you up. Have, you have yeah. it on your phone? I do. I, can, oh. I keep it. I oh, keep shit. It. Wow. Hold on. 27.8? Uh, some, some shit like that. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's high. It's yeah. like way higher than everybody else. Oh, 25.5. 25.5. Oh, see, I thought it was more than that. But still, 25.5. And then it also tells you what the relation is. Yeah. Right. It said he may be your uncle. What? He may be your brother. That's what originally It didn't say for, for me. me anything about an uncle. Oh, it said you may have been, this person is maybe your uncle. It's maybe your brother. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's my brother. I mean, I know it's him. Oh, it straight up said to me, this is your brother. That's crazy. I don't even think it said maybe. I wonder, it did ask me to confirm what it was. So okay. maybe it said it, it said brother because I chose brother. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Because I was on there. You weren't on there like immediately right when, like it took you a little bit to log on and right. see that I was there. Right. right. Yeah. I don't remember there being a maybe part. Right. I think it legit was like, motherfucker, this is your brother. <laughs> And it's crazy because I feel like maybe subconsciously I was trying to get closer to you. But there's also this other stuff, just being first generation American and wanting to have kind of a more defined idea of where you came from. from. I was, I am still in a very committed long-term relationship. You are engaged. We are, yes, we are engaged. Thank you. And, you know, we're talking about children and stuff like that and her background is a little bit more clear-cut than mine and so when the opportunity to do 23 and me it was kind of like a two birds and one stone, stone it's kind like, of thing. right yeah like let's find out some more about our background and i remember telling genevieve my fiance he's gonna be on here he's you gonna were be on confident here. that I, I just had this feeling that you didn't know that things that things for you were way more ambiguous than it was for me right and I thought, well, if I was you, this is what I would do. Just typing in the name that I knew like 20 times into Google, which is what I did for yeah. you years ago. It, I never got any hits. I, you never popped up. But I also think I wasn't searching as hard. Okay. It felt like it was something. It, it, I felt like I had some knowledge that I wasn't supposed to have. <laughs> and I didn't really want that power. I didn't really want the, I, it sucks to say baggage, right. but all the other things There's that so come with There's so much other it. stuff that comes yes, with it. Yes, exactly. And, Absolutely. I, and it, I don't think I was ready for it up until last year. So, but so we matched. Yes. But you knew that we matched before I knew we matched. I did. And you, <laughs> the funniest shit to me is that you requested me on LinkedIn. Of all places. Yeah. And I accepted it and didn't put two and two together. Right. I was just like, oh, this is some kid, like, whatever. And you also got cold feet. I didn't I message guess. you or anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did you, like, get cold? You got... I... You know what? It was one of those things where, like, okay, so I'm very set up to where I do things when I feel ready. Right. You know, unless things just happen. And I don't know what my mentality was. I don't know if it was just like, he's going to go on here and see. This guy kind of looks like me. Right. And I should have noticed because when I saw you on 23andMe, like, I was like, 
you know, you see things where it's like, brother, and I, I'm like, I'm dubious. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I'd also, I, LinkedIn was this, LinkedIn was the social media that I used the most. Really? I think at the time, I was off Instagram, I was Instagram burnt out, and I had my fiance Genevieve look for you she's really versed with that stuff and she found you and I remember the first thing she said was like it's Mike Joseph and I'm like what he's like his name is it's Mike Joseph and then she shows the screen to me and I'm like what the fuck like what type of shit is this because I knew your name Did was, you think she was trolling you no 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 I did not I knew that it was one of those things. It it just hap it just happens. So I guess I could go back a little bit. Sure. So I I went to grad school. I met some close friends in grad school. I did one big reading for my thesis. Years later, I'm talking to one of my grad school friends, and they just flippantly mention like, "Oh yeah, I have a recording from when you did your thesis reading." And I'm like, "Whoa! I didn't even know you recorded it. Send it to me." And I'm listening to this recording, and I'm like, this isn't me. Like, the voice sounds just like mine. But the story is not mine. And it was just, like, mind fuck. Did you think it was some, like, deep fake shit? I thought it was something <laughs> crazy. I don't know what I thought. I just know that this this isn't me. Right. This isn't me. And Yeah, I mean, you know what words come out of your Exactly. Mouth. Right. I'm like, this isn't my story. Right. Like, I don't have any stories about uncles or anything like that like the thing that i read my thesis about was you know my stepdad and i was just it was weird we went back and forth she was like no this is you you're mistaken i'm like no that's not me how it's, is somebody gonna tell you that I, you are you when you know I, who you are that's what i'm thinking like why like you i'm me i know me <laughs> you know me but not like i know me you know what Seriously. i mean and I just start, that's when the wheels really started turning again, when I really started thinking about you and where I really like said, well, okay, maybe I'm going to really look. And it really took like five minutes. It took five minutes of typing in maybe four or five versions of your last name. I got something really close. I, that why, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, my, my real last name, for those of you online who don't know it, is a bit more difficult to spell than Joseph. Yes, it so, is. Which is part of the reason why I use Mike Joseph for things like this podcast. Because mm -hmm. I've been trying to get people to say correctly and pronounce and spell correctly my last name for my entire life, and the shit is exhausting. <laughs> hey, and like I don't, right, and I'm right, exactly, <laughs> and I don't feel like doing it anymore. I hear that. So Mike Joseph just seems like a much easier, like, you don't have to, no one's going to ask how to spell that. Right, it's very smooth. It's basic in right. a good way. It's like... John Smith. Yeah. You don't have to ask Mike Joseph. Yes. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And yeah, you popped up looking at your face for the first time. I, I definitely cried. Oh. I definitely teared up. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, that's my brother. This is my brother. This is my brother. This is my brother. And I got a little bit of background on what you did. And I'm like, oh, he's into music like me. I remember going to my mom and saying, mom, look at this person. This person did you not give her any... Background I, no, at first that? I just said, look at this person. Okay. And I was like, this person looks like me. He's like, she mm, kind of looks like you. But that's like what my mom would say. I'm like, <laughs> mom, this is my brother. And she kind of, I'm trying to remember exactly what she said, but she almost gave me the idea that she knew that I had a brother, but it wasn't something that was like, this is a fact. 
Right. It became a fact that night after seeing you, knowing your name, knowing that it, everything, it's obvious. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you look at me and you look at you, we are very clearly we are related. related. We yes. are related. We are related. And if you put my our father in there, it's like we're definitely his. Yes. I remember when I was visiting Georgia a few years ago when our sister Carla was at the door. She was coming towards the house and I was waving at her and she waved, gave me a hug and a kiss, but she didn't know who I was. Okay. She didn't know who I was. I was sitting on the couch and she was talking and somebody said my name and she goes, yeah, that's my brother. That's my little brother. I miss him so much. And one of them was like, he's sitting, sitting right, right there. there. And she turns around and she loses her mind. Like absolutely loses her mind. She's crying. She's yelling. She's like, oh my God. Oh my God. She was like, when I saw you at the door, I was just like, who is this motherfucker? He looks like daddy. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. She just left it at that. And it's it's really insane. Genetics are crazy. Genetics are crazy. Crazy. Because it's not just... It's not really just how we look. It's it's. There's a lot of other things that are very eerie. Yeah. The vibe. The the way we speak. Yes. The yeah. The art we like. The it's it is like it, it really makes you think about like nature versus nurture. Yes. Because obviously we didn't grow up together. We were not around each other. Right. But I felt connected to you very quickly pretty much the first time we yeah, spoke first time I, like spoke. i kind of was like i already feel comfortable with this i could see this person tomorrow right i could see him tomorrow and hang out right. um it wasn't anything it, it took a long time to get to that the point where we knew about each other but once we knew about each other it, it was, was like almost instantaneous we knew each other the whole time yeah and then like i remember like the first time we facetimed <laughs> yeah. and like looking at your facial expressions yeah. and all that stuff i was like this is creepy. Expressive eyebrows. It, it, very eyebrow. It bugged me out. Yeah. It, it's so hard to explain, but it was kind of like looking into a mirror. It was. It was. And even now, like yesterday, I told you this last night, like you're sitting on the couch and we're talking to each other. And I was like, this is weird. It's like I'm outside my body uh -huh. having a conversation with another version of me. Yeah, I was looking at those frames, those glass frames. Glass frames. Yeah. I was looking at those exact frames on Walter yeah. Parker. I wanted them. Yeah. And you have them. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. It's like we have we have the same head. Yes. Glasses. Yes. Same beard. Our voice. We have the nice, are nice similar. light voice. Yeah. It's very strange. But we didn't grow up together. We didn't. But we did kind of grow up in similar environments, right. I guess. Being in New York. Yeah. Um, kind of having to spend some time away from New York. Having a stepfather. Right. Those things were very similar, but we didn't grow up in the same household. We didn't grow up with the same group of people around yes, us. Yes, that's true. That's we true. grew up in two completely different familial environments. Right, yeah. So it's, it's just weird that... And I felt like the things in common relationship with people before. Right. But to have the things in common that we have, then to look like somebody and sound like somebody, or sound so similar. Yeah. It That thing, I've never really had. I've never had it. I've had, of course, people that I vibe with. Right. Get along. Conversations, like a tit for tat. It's right. like almost like it's a it's script. A, it's good chemistry. Yes. But never was like this person is like it's like oh that's my big brother like that's my that's my my brother and it was it's yeah it's 
It's spooky. I know yesterday you were saying that you were looking at me, and like here I was like not looking at you, right? Looking off, trying not to look at you too long. Why is he staring? Why is he staring? I just, yeah, I don't know. I, of course, there's the anxiety about it. Sure. There's also just. I am so used to like having to work towards being comfortable that the idea of being instantly comfortable is there's fear there sure. you're like this is almost too easy like yeah. it's too easy why is it so easy and it's it's crazy because the i think the only other person that i felt that with is our dad like where it's like i should have all of these feelings that should kind of keep us far apart but you just get drawn in it just becomes something that should have been right and i think that's where if there is any sadness involved with everything it's with that idea of what should not what could have been what should, should have been. been what should have been yeah um we should have been a part of each other's lives sooner but i do feel like we met at the perfect the right time, time. yeah i gotta ask when did you decide that you were gonna tell dad about this oh man there was a hesitation i forgot why we went to go see him me and genevieve went to go see him and i just texted him Be okay so the reason why it's so secretive and there was so hesitancy is because this entire time, I thought this was something that was told to me that wasn't supposed to be told to me. Sure. I didn't even remember if he remembered. I didn't even know if he, he remembered, remembered telling you. me. Right. It never came up again. Right. So I said, hey, I have to talk to you about something. He says, okay, let's go get a drink via text. He goes to the door for the basement and he comes up with this very excuse. Like, come on, I want to show you something. So I went down and we're having a beer at his bar and I don't remember what I said. I, I hadn't said what happened yet, but he goes, you found him. And I'm like, okay, that's what the fuck number one. Right. And then Gabby, our younger sister comes down and he goes to Gabby. Hey Gabby, go on my desk and bring down that picture of Mikey. And there goes what the fuck number two. I'm like, okay, so this is a known thing that I thought was an unknown thing. His younger kids, obviously. The, all of them know. Amanda, our older sister, well, yeah, my older sister. I mean, our older Oh, yeah, well, no, my younger sister. Your younger, yeah. She knew. She looked for you. I had no idea. That they knew. I had no idea that this was a. It was thing. a secret to it was you. A, it was. A, it was. It feels like. Yes. I wonder why. I. I just think it was one of those things where. Well, I know that he said. I don't think he knows. Or thinks that. A relationship. With you, at least when I told him, would work or be smooth. But from the get-go, he was 100% for us building a relationship with him. Right. And so that was kind of just my green light to keep it going. Every decision that I made from the moment that I told him, from the moment that I sent the picture of yourself to you, has just been what I wanted to do. Sure. I don't care what he wants. Gabby asked me some questions about you, and I was like, yeah, he's cool. So, yeah, I kind of knew I wanted to tell him from the jump. I didn't know how or when I wanted to establish a relationship or at least speak with you first before I said anything to him. And sure. that's what I ended that's up you. doing. Just so if there was anything between you and him that I could 
kind of be like a conduit for that, sure. but also not. I'm not gonna push that. I'm right. like, you guys, you're both grown men at this point. Like, you decide what you want to do. Um, and yeah, I saw the picture of you. I'm like, oh yeah, there goes there goes me again as a as a little baby. <laughs> and I I remember I, I remember sending it to you and you like harding it and liking it and then like an hour later saying well i guess the real question is is this you or me right and i'm like that's you <laughs> i mean i had no I, I honestly didn't know it could have been i mean yeah you said you never seen a picture i've never seen a picture of myself that young yes and it was not a copy of a copy it was a, the og picture it was the og picture and it had i think it had your name which is held up very well, by the way, if that's the, an OG picture. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, obviously, some care on our father's part to preserve in that picture. And it was on his desk. Right. It was on his desk. And it's so funny because in the desk, in another desk in the house, that's where I found all the pictures that I stole. Pictures of me when I was younger that I never saw. Pictures of my sisters that I never saw. Um, pictures of our dad when he was younger. Just, just... Just jack them right from the drawer because I'm I'm big into pictures. So yeah, man, that's it, such a bug out. I, it's super bugged out, man. I mean, what was his reaction when you confirmed that we'd been speaking? All right, so our dad, he he's one of the coolest MFers that I know. Very cool. It's just like a poker face. Very swaggy. All right. Very smooth. For like a split second, he wasn't, and it was the first time in my life that I've ever seen that wall of coolness just vanished for a little bit it looked very vulnerable i'm really big into the vibes and people's expressions and the air they get. and for a second he wasn't like dad he was like joseph and he was somewhere else and then he kind of comes back really quick he was really surprised but it seemed like he was happy that I found you. My sister Amanda, very happy that I found you. Always wanted to know you, but I guess didn't have the resources or the will sure. at the time. Since after that, it, we haven't really talked much about it. He would say like, have you spoken to Mike? And I'm like, yeah, I've spoken to him. And um, just trying to be, trying to be as chill about it don't want to like really like go into the person you are because i'm like that's for him to that's for him to find out right. find that out i like him i like him a lot we talk a lot but um, that was a gr that was a process yes because i don't you know from what you've told me it wasn't always that way or what about what that that he was a cool person yeah okay so that's that i think and i said that and after like ruminating on it more I think a lot of it was based off of what I thought he was like. So here is this guy that's always been cool, always been fun, but I'm getting all this information from third parties. I don't have any firsthand experience of him being this person. Right. So I think through my childhood and through high school, it was very frustrating. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what, he's like, oh, have you spoken to your dad? I'm like, no, what? Like, what are you talking about? I don't have his, I don't know his number. Right. More like, oh, I saw your dad. He was at like a party at, I'm like, what? Like, how is my cousin seeing my dad more than me? And I think with him, when I actually was around him, I was very resistant to liking him. Very resistant. I didn't want to. 
and it wasn't even like he was really trying to get me to like him. It, it was just, e it's easy to like him. It's very easy to be around him. We're a charming bunch of Very charming, <laughs> very charming, very charming. And my mom's been cool with him. Like, my mom's cool with him. Like, my mom never said anything negative about him. She never really said anything positive about him. But it was never negative. It was always, that's your father. I always knew that he was my father. I knew that he had taken a job out of state and went for it. I, I wanted that to hurt me. You know what I mean? I, I think that's a weird phrasing, but I think that's what... It, it felt like it should hurt me. It felt like it should, like, he abandoned me. Sure. He abandoned me. We didn't really talk much. I talked to his former wife way more than I talked to him. She kind of pushed for us to have a relationship. And then... Our, our stuff kind of started in, yeah, 2007, 2008, when I went to visit. And when his wife died, I remember him calling me while I was in college. And then post-college, we started talking more. I started visiting more. I think one time I visited three times in a year. He just really pushed for it. And he kind of made it happen. He paid for the tickets both ways, picked me up from the airport. You know, we had time hanging out, talking. At first it was really nerve-wracking, you know, and then eventually it got easy and then kind of fell back a little bit because it was too easy. Sure. And then I kind of just went all in a little bit. I think we kind of fell back a little bit since me and you have been talking. Just because I feel like he may have feelings of shame and guilt, and I think that part of that may have led to him really pushing for a relationship with me before I went completely out of orbit. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. It gets to a part where it's like the father-son relationship is hard to establish. The most we could be is kind of friendly and friends. And I think that he was like, with his new marriage, he was just like, let me get this done. Well, I would imagine also, as you get older, you start to look back on the things that you've done over the course of your life and I look I mean I as of whatever this time this date don't have any major animosity towards him and the main thing that I would just be curious about is what happened and why so I think if and this is obviously not something that you'd be responsible for but if he and I were just to have an honest man-to-man -man conversation, and, I mean, not even so much a conversation, but, hey, I owe you an explanation for this shit. Right. I'd be like, okay, maybe we can't be buddy-buddy, but we would at least have the mutual respect of you coming to me and having that conversation. Yeah, and I didn't even mention this. He does, he did, he does, I think, want you But I think the way that he would want it to happen is I think he wants to protect himself, but that may not protect you. It may be too much for you, okay. for you to come to Georgia and then yeah, be around yeah. an entire family. Like, no, I feel like it would have to first happen how this is happening. Yeah. Where it's it has like, to be like a one-on-one. -on -one. We're chilling. I think it, it is important for you to have a little bit more control of the situation. I wasn't really for you just coming down to Georgia and just meeting everybody at once. 
That's it's a just lot. so overwhelming. It's very the, the overwhelming. The idea of it is so overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. It's it's it, it's always been overwhelming for me. Just the idea of people that know me that I don't know. Right. You know. Right. Same. And to make things even more complicated, I my there are members of my mom's family that live in the same area. Yes. So it would just be it would be awkward on both sides. Yes. Yes, I think it's going to happen. I mean, eventually, I think it will happen. I think this, this is, I mean, for me, it's going so well. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't kicked you out the house yes, yet. Yes, and I didn't try to book a hotel. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we have six months of prep yes, for this. Yes, definitely. To, to kind me, of make sure longer. <laughs> yeah, to make sure that in. we had this vibe. Yeah. And it feels very natural. It's like we, um, you know, we met up with my friend Jesse last mm -hmm. night, and I think you were in the bathroom, and he was like, "Yo, thank you for making me a part of this." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I would never have known You're by the right. way that you two act towards each other that you never met." Yeah. yeah. It's so easy, 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 right. easy. It's like one of the things that when when I I I knew found out. Before I was waiting for the when I was waiting for the twenty three and Me results, when I saw you on LinkedIn, my mom always kept asking. So, hey, go ahead. I'm so confused right ask now. Ask it. Ask it. So, you sent you had found me before you even got the results. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm just a punk. I'm so a I'm not hating on it. I, 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 I think know. I found you like November. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And I and when November's did you get the twenty three and Me results? February, maybe. Oh wow! So it wasn't that long until we actually did start. Yeah, I was I was kind of waiting. I, I saw I went on your profile on Twenty Three Man. It said you were inactive for a few months. Right. And I was just kind of saying like one day he's gonna pop in here and I'm just gonna be right there. And if he wants to talk to me, right. he will. I was very nervous about like inserting myself into your life, not knowing where you were sure. or what was going <clears throat> on with you. But I remember my mom asking a lot, like, are you going to talk to him? Are you going to talk to him? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, some of, like, I, I, I was stalking you. So I was like, some of his backstory, I don't know if he'd be into that. I don't know what's going, how he feels. I don't know what he's battling. Like, what, I don't know where he's at. And one of the things that my mom said was maybe he's looking for you. And I was like, wow. I was like, yeah, maybe what's missing for both of you is each other. Each other. And I thought of it was cool. It was very profound. Yeah, um, sounds, it sounds like a movie. It is like a movie. Because it has, I think, changed something for me. Likewise. It changed something for me. It's crazy being in your apartment and seeing so many things that pull an emotional response out of me. It's not like I'm in somebody else's. It's almost like I'm in my apartment. <laughs> or like I've always visited. You right. know, like I was right. here every like Saturday. Like you've been here a lot, right. Yeah, so it's it's really cool. It, it's, it's really cool. Parts of me wish that we had like movies in the 90s and we had that time, but you know. It's, I mean, better late than never. Yes. I, I know that we've lost a sibling yes. that I'm never going to get to meet. Yes. And that, I think, is really the cruelest yeah. thing of all, to know that I had a sister that passed away. Yes. And I didn't know she existed until after she was gone. Yeah. 
if that's it is nuts um, it's absolutely nuts so the fact that we're both alive and we're having this conversation and you're sitting here and and whatever like that's bonus material right there that's, yeah that's, for sure yeah no for sure um you know and we live the craziest thing for me one of the cra- i mean because there's so many like this is just <laughs> a so laundry long. list of crazy things right this is so unbelievable like when they when people say like you couldn't make this shit up this is a you couldn't make this shit up yeah podcast this is a you couldn't make this shit up life right basically the fact that we were both living in brooklyn not too far from one another at the exact same time as adults is nuts and i've said this a million times before people would come up to me be like mike i saw somebody on the street the other day that looked just (laughs) like you and i thought it was you or you know do you have a brother that's like heavier than you or whatever Mm -hmm. and i have a brother on my mom's side as well and i was like no my brother lives in michigan we don't look very much alike right but it, it it happened enough to where now that I know you, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they definitely saw me. Saw you, yeah, yeah. Because even though I went to undergrad in Connecticut, I did go to grad school here. I wasn't doing the whole Bushwick Williamsburg shows thing, bars right. things, and particularly I've had, if it's at a music venue. Yes, yeah, and I've somebody had, that looks like me at a music venue that's not me, right? Yeah, I was at an off-Broadway show um, watching my, my soon-to-be brother-in-law. He was acting in a play, and I'm waiting for my fiance to use the bathroom, and this guy looks at me and comes over to me, and he's like, oh, shit, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I thought you were my cousin. And I was like, well, I might be. Yeah, and it's, it's happened. It's happened a lot to me. I kind of always assume I have a familiar face. A lot of people think that I look like somebody else. Right. There's a guy I went to college with that looks like us. He could be our third. Tell him to go to 23andMe and hey, spit in a cup. Jordan, go go spit in a cup for us, man. Please. Uh, we, we need to know. Find out if you're a long lost uh, sibling. Find out. Find out. The trifecta. Right? Or a cousin or some shit. Yeah. Some... It's been cool. It's been the highlight of my adult life. For sure. That's... Wow. For sure. I mean, a lot of cool things have happened. My nephew was born, I met my fiance, we got engaged, we have a good life. But I think finding out that, not just finding out that I have a brother, but building a relationship with yeah. him. Yeah, highlight. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, me too. It's, it's puzzle pieces, right? Mm-hmm. And for a long time, as an adult, I did not think that I was going to put the puzzle pieces together. Right. The one I knew about was the fact that I had a father somewhere. Right. And again, I didn't know if he was dead, alive, in jail, right. blah, 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 whatever. Because I didn't have a name, really. Right. I didn't have anything to go on. And when I went on the 23andMe, the hope, this, and I don't want this to sound like a 23andMe commercial unless they're giving us some money. 23andMe. Like, pony up. Holler at us. Give us a bag. I wanted somebody to lead me to him yes. to find out who he was because that was the only person that I knew I didn't have at that point. Right. For whatever reason, it didn't occur to me that he had. Obviously, he has kids. Like, right. Would, you know, if he's alive, he has kids. Right. A lot of kids. Several <laughs> <laughs> children. Yes. Yes. Lots of kids. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, not only did this open a portal into who my father is. 
but he has other kids, so I have other brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. or another brother another and brother. sisters. Yes, several sisters. And several of those sisters have kids. Yes. So nephews it's like I have nephews and nieces. Yep. And it's like, oh shit! Like I think I was talking to my therapist, and I was comparing it to your movie person. You've seen Back to the Future, obviously. I have, yeah. Where Marty McFly is in 1955, and the picture that he has of his siblings is like fading. Yeah. It feels like the opposite. Mm, like it like just, the pictures like are pictures coming into place. That's beautiful. And that's really. Beautiful. If you had told me. Eight months ago, you told me New Year's Day 2021 that I was going to get the answers to these questions. I was actually going to see a picture of my father. Right. And what he looks like. Right. And then, like, look at the picture of him, look at the picture of me and be like, oh, yeah, that's my father. That's it. Because, like, from here to here, we have the same face. Yeah. Yeah. So... To, to and the same stature too. That's really? the, that's the thing that I I figured out once I saw you in person, is like you're both like I'm a bigger guy, right? But you two are like kind of smaller guys. Nimble. So that's that's even eerier, because it's like you you definitely you remind me of me. You also remind me of him. Huh? Just being around him and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. It's like if you had told me that this stuff was gonna happen, I'd have been like, get the fuck <laughs> get out the of fuck here. Out. No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy talk. But the fact that it has happened has certainly kind of lifted a, a cloud, yeah. kind of. Because, mm-hmm. again, I spent so many years like, what is this unknown thing? Right. So to have this thing that's so central to who you are, that's yeah. been unknown, and now I know. It's illuminated, yeah. It's like, right. you know more of who you are. Yeah. It's like for however many years I didn't know how to turn the light switch on, and now right. I know how to turn the light switch on. Damn, it's it's crazy to it kind is. of think back on it, and it has lifted a lot of, of darkness. Oh man, that's I'm glad. I was like I there was definitely a part of me that was in fear that it would bring more darkness. Right, um, which you never know how that's gonna work. Right, right. You know, and it also. If I were a different kind of person, it would give me license to be super petty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought about that, too. <laughs> and, you know, not to say that I haven't been vaguely petty. I think I'm entitled to that. I think so, too. Like, I'm really all about pa- the past. Not the past is the past, because that kind of implies to me that I would need to forget about some shit. Which you shouldn't. You right. don't have to. Yeah. But I understand based on a little bit I know about the situation, that my mom and my dad were both kids. Mm-hmm. They might have done some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And the end result is I'm here. Right. You know, I'm alive. I've not had an easy life, but I'm alive. Yes. And, you know, I'm grateful for that fact. Yes. And, you know, these are the two people that gave me life. Yes. So, if nothing else, I'm here because of them. I hear that. And it's very possible that all these years later, they look back. I'm sure they look back on whatever happened with regret Mm -hmm. or shame or whatever it is. And if, like, the icing on the cake for me is if 
they can acknowledge that. And I think, yeah, that's what it is. It's really the acknowledgement of things. Like, you can't rewrite the past. Right. But you can acknowledge the past. I think acknowledgement is the only way to move forward. It's the only way to move forward. It's like people do what they need to do, what they think they need to do in order to survive, in order to keep going. Right. But it gets to a point where, where things stop going and they stop. And in order to move to the next level, you need to go back. You need to look back and say, hey, like this was a, a mistake or, you know, just, just saying that the, I did this thing. Yeah. It's five words. Yes. It's, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. And I think we're trending in a good direction. I think that I feel very good about it. Yeah. So you know what I like most about you is that you're not a bro. Yeah. And you're not, I don't want to use the word ratchet, <laughs> but you were obviously raised very well. Yeah. And you're sensitive yeah. and you're thoughtful and you're intelligent and those are the type of people that I want to be around on a regular right. basis. I can't say that's all the people that I'm related to. Right. I'm not even sure if I can say it's the majority of the people that I'm related <laughs> right. to. But to... I, I mean, I got to give it up to your mom. Shout out, mom. I love you. Because she obviously like put time and effort and care into making you the type of person that you are now. Yeah, my mom was very singularly focused on me becoming a good man. Her father was a good man. I never got to meet him. When she had a boy, I'm her only son. She did what she thought she had to do to make sure that I was a good man, whatever that means. If it means having manners, if it means being sensitive, if it means being able to tell a joke or take a joke, that's what she did. And she definitely gave me a lot of power over like my path. And I was lucky, it was her, it was all my aunts, it was a lot of things I think that happened growing up that kind of led me to the path. Because I, I mean, I've had my moments where I'm not a nice person where I we all struggled through a lot of things yeah. and I think again about the timing like we're meeting at prime time we're getting very good versions of ourselves yes I'm me I'm me I don't know if five years ago if I could say I was me right. I was an approximation of what I thought I should be same and now I'm I'm just me and I try to be honest with how I feel I don't I don't care how you take it is just gonna be more informative for me. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to know what to do next based sure. on how you take it. And it feels good to have someone, especially another man, be receptive of me being who I am. Right. Of me being sensitive, of me being thoughtful. I think younger, when you're younger, in the, like the world we live in, that's kind of seen as a weakness yeah. or an opportunity for someone to take advantage yeah. of you. But to have it be seen as a strength is it's really it's I, I don't want to say rewarding but it's it's validating it it, it it gives me more pride in who I am and the the ability to to continue being who I am and not really trying to be anything else you know and I do think that that's something that either you are the qualities you are raised with or circumstances will lead you 
in a direction where you realize that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. So I, I definitely think it speaks highly to, you know, to your experience and and your the people that were around you. Yeah. Cultivating you as you you know as you grew up. You got engaged. I did. A few months ago. I did. What was that like? I I, I don't uh, know what that feels like. It was. It was. What, 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 what did Thanos say? It was inevitable. We've been together for a very long time. It's been about eight years. A lot of our growing as people were done as a couple, okay. as a unit. We allowed ourselves to be who we were while at the same time we pushed ourselves to be better versions of ourselves for each other, you know? And it was... Once that ring was in my possession, it was the easiest hard thing I've ever done. <laughs> I, I, you were so nervous, man. Dude, I was. I was like, you called me that morning. I was He's so like, nervous. I was like, man, just do it. I was so nervous. And it was like, for really no reason. I knew she was going to say yes. I knew we were kind of already there. So maybe it wasn't the easiest hard thing I've ever done. But I'm so used to like things being hard and kind of like maybe not doing it or finding a way around it. This is not something that you could do that with. But eventually I did it in our kitchen. I mean, you could have just been like, you could have put the ring like under her pillow or some Ooh, shit. Like, yes. like a note, just be like, look under the pillow. Like you can, I could have did something. If you want to be like, invasive, yeah. you can do that. But I feel like nah, being direct I, is I had the best. To, I had to, I put my knee brace on. I had to get on the knee. Oh damn, you, you prepped. I did it. I did it. Baby, help me it's up. Crazy how it, it's crazy how it worked because um, she was she was cooking us a meal and we were talking about being kids and she had mentioned, you know, that her parents had said, like, you were such a happy kid. Kind of like, what happened? You know what I mean? And just a day, two days prior, I had spoken to both her parents to ask for their blessing. And one of the things that they both told me were that they have never seen her as happy as she is with me. Aww. And I wanted to tell her that while she was talking about her parents, and I knew that I couldn't, but I really wanted to reassure her, like, hey, like, you are still a happy person. You're kind of only talking about one side of it as a child, and I, that urge to kind of make her feel better or to tell her the truth was enough to kind of make me do it right then okay i knew that once she had this ring on her hand i could tell her actually your parents are super proud of you and super happy to see you happy and they think that i'm one of the reasons why and they said that they would love for me to be uh their son-in-law and everything that you were anxious about was it wasn't for naught but it was like it was a solution that was found. It was, it was, it was pretty. It was, it was pretty awesome. She cried. It was great. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, that warms my heart. It was awesome. Yeah, my heart's so warm. Genevieve, I love you, baby. Oh, so you are you ready for that? Like you're 31 years old. Yeah. You're ready for like the. So ready. What domesticate? Domesticate. Yeah. yeah, man. That's my that's my jam, man. I didn't realize. Put the player player card away. Oh man, that player player card has been. I don't know where it is now. It's gone. It's been gone for. Wait, Evan, do we have the? Do we really have the same father? Oh we, no, he's in. He's in a similar season of his well, life. He's you know? a lot older than. That's true. That's true. But I think for me, I've always, I've never been. I care too much, to 
to to just be kind of all over the place. Like I like knowing where I'm at, knowing what I'm dealing with, knowing who I'm with. I like I need trust. I need commitment. I need those things. And anytime that I feel like I don't need those things, it's usually just a phase. It's usually just like overthinking. It's a moment. Yes. I never thought that marriage was for me, at least like in my early 20s. But Genevieve and I, we're partners. We we are like so much stronger together that it's like, why would I even deny myself that? <laughs> like, why would I even fuck that up? Right. Like, no, no way. That's something that you hold on to. That's a, a con it's a pillar, as I would call it. It's a pillar of who I am. So I think I'm ready. I'm ready for the whole house thing. I'm ready for the, for the, for the, the child. I ready to be dead. I think so. I think so. If or I feel like I'm ready to be ready. Okay. You know, because who can really be 100 sure, percent ready? Sure. But I think I'm ready to be ready. Um, I've proven myself. I've proven to myself that I'm a hard worker, that I, I, I thrive with consistency, and that I'm a lot older and more mature and knowledgeable than I ever thought I was. Maybe that's still not a lot. I mean, you're more mature than a lot of people older than you that I know. <laughs> a like, lot of older people I know, too. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm ready. I, I'm ready with her. I think like if it was like a situation that wasn't like the situation that I'm in, maybe not. Right. But she makes it very appealing. She makes it very appealing. I think she's going to be an absolutely wonderful mother. She's a, a great partner. And my family has just kind of absorbed her. Like, I think they like her more than me. I See, I love that because you are in an interracial relationship. Yes. And I feel... It's kind of a non-factor now because I'm not as close with people in my mom's family. There's also the, you have the benefit of being straight. Yeah. Uh, but if I, if, if I was straight even, and I brought home a partner that wasn't black or, you know, dark-skinned uh, Latin person. Right. That there would be some weird, uncomfortable type <laughs> moments. Yeah, I mean... They haven't been like that's one of the which is I mean which I love yeah and I mean even me like I was I was very nervous to to meet her family I think I told you the story I get off the train and I I go to shake you know my soon-to-be father-in-law's hand and he like knocks it away and hugs me like I did like like what more? What yeah? That's what, what more? You want. What yeah. more can you Welcome to my ask family. for? Yeah. Like I, you think that I'm the right one for right. your for your daughter? Right. I like it, it, at that point. I think in my life, race has always been an outside thing. Like inside our house, it wasn't really something that we 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 talked about. I mean, right. there was I, I just I, my stepfather is not really into white people <laughs> to say the least but i always knew that that wasn't me like that wasn't me your experiences inform who you are i haven't had that experience and i'm not gonna take yours and make it mine, mine right i don't i don't really see the point of that i've always been open to whoever you are would i make a comment or a crack yeah i was but that. making a joke about something 
and being antagonistic yeah. towards like you can make and I might put my my whole foot in my whole mouth when I say <laughs> this. I made I've made many racially related or I, I make gay jokes all the yeah. time. And I'm clearly not homophobic. Right. But sometimes shit is just funny. Sometimes shit is just funny. And sometimes funny, you want to say inappropriate shit just to get a laugh. I got. I. I definitely have. That's a. That's a gene. That's right. A, that's a shared genetic thing. Right. <laughs> is it? I, see, because my like again, like my side of the family is really sensitive about shit like that. Or at least the women in my family oh, are. I mean, no. I mean, we're pretty reckless. Okay. I think it's. It might be a Guyanese thing. Okay. We're pretty reckless. I. I try. I try to be this. Mature, like two. Th- it's two thousand twenty-one. Like being be, like that progressive yeah. guy, but it's like once you realize who you're saying these things with, we're all just trying to laugh. Yeah, and we don't re- we don't want we don't want to hurt anyone. Right, and that's where I come from. Is I don't want to hurt anyone. Let people define who they are for themselves. Let them be who they want to be. If you accept them, wonderful. If you don't accept them. Leave them alone. alone. Leave them alone. Let them right. let them live their life. I right. don't I don't want to infringe on anyone's life. And so I think with, with that stuff it's just kind of like, you know, know your surroundings. Right. Your relatives <laughs> know sound, who you're with. They sound a lot looser than my relatives. Some of them are. Some of them are. I, my immediate family, my mom and my sisters, we're all just it's about fun. Right. It's about fun and you know, it's it's a little chaotic. We do get in, we do call each other out on things, but we love each other, I think, very deeply. And I think that, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you can't choose your family, but we actually, like, enjoy each enjoy other, too. Enjoy each other, exactly. Which is cool. Which is great. Um, which is cool. So it's cool. They all, they're all so excited for, for you. I wouldn't even say for me. I, like, that's fuck what, him. Wait, so this is on recording, right? Yeah. I make a joke about, to my family all the time, how they don't appreciate me. I make that joke all the time. I said, I just carry grocery bags. You know what I mean? I just carry grocery bags. And, Can you uh, reach the tall shelf? I reach the tall shelf. As I've become more older, I can do things, kind of bring different outside resources into our family unit that I think are appreciated. I brought Genevieve into the fold. They appreciate that. They love her. Sure. They definitely love her more than me. And they are so happy for you. Because <laughs> now I have somebody that can reach tall shelves. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, I think that in saying all that, it, it really makes sense that they do value me because they feel like me being a part of your life is valuable for you. It is. And vice versa. And they want you there. They want to, they want you. They're calling you their brother, everything, which I love. Which I love. It's it's a little, it's a lot. It makes me feel good. It, makes it should. Me good. I hope so. It makes me feel good too. It does. It makes me feel like I'm not um, doing this very big important thing alone. You, you you're very supportive. Yes, I do feel very supportive. Which, again, like is not to compare. Right. But uh, you know, talking to the the few relatives that I have told about this, it's kind of like. You know, the younger folks are, are supportive. Yeah. You know, I, my aunt, She right after the first time I spoke to you, I called her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was just like, wow. Wow, yeah. Like over and over and over again. And we spoke again about it, maybe like a week later. 
and she asked about you. Mm-hmm. And this was after you had spoken to Joseph. Okay. And I don't know, you said something like, you said something to me at some point, like he wants to tell his side of the story. Mm-hmm. And my aunt's like, well, make sure you listen to your mom's side of the story too. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, I'm like, she's actually had the time and the space to tell, to you, tell yeah. me her side of the story this whole time. Right. And has it. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It is what it is, ultimately. It is. And again, like, you're not, like, that part's not about you. Right. That's, that's not about yours and my relationship. Right. Which is separate from anything regarding our father or mm-hmm. my mother or, you know, whatever was involved in that shit. Right. It has nothing to do, you're, you know, we're both innocent parties here. But it just kind of like, to, to have, and friends of mine, I've told, you know, a lot of my friends about this have been super supportive. Yeah. And, you know, you look on the social media and see how many people are just like super Insane. happy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that means a lot. But I feel like to have family members that are sort of supportive of this also is just like a, a blessing. Yeah. To, 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 it's you know. been really cool. It's been really cool. They know that the relationship with my father is complicated. They know that my feelings about him are, there's of course a lot of love there. Just, just time, man. Time is so big. Time is so big. You look at any deficiency you have and you could kind of place it on this party not being there. Sure. And that's hard. Yeah. I, it was harder when I was younger. It's easier now being 31. But man, it has gone a long way. I even mentioned some of my cousins. Some of my cousins, they're like, what? That's crazy. Right. Like, I'm like, you know, that's crazy. Oh. Whatever, you know, what happened, happened. Yeah, it did. You know, I can't go back and change anything. Mm-hmm. They can't go back and change anything. The best thing you can do is move forward. Move forward, yeah. And, you know, it's cool. It's cool to the idea of us moving forward together. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So, like, what... I guess there's two questions. Okay. Where do you see this going and where do yeah. you see yourself going? Okay. Like, um, you've obviously got... You're going to get married. Yeah. You're going to have a kid. Yeah. But what is kind of the... And personally, I'm not like a big believer in like big life plans. Right. Because if you make, you say that your goal is to do some shit, the world is going to conspire to fuck it up. Right. But like, what is your, you know, what is your ideal future look like? Okay. So, and I guess that my answer is the same for both of those questions. And it is, family is a, is a very fractured thing. Our family is very fractured. I am willing to take on the responsibility of sealing some of those cracks up. It's a lot of responsibility, bro. It is. And I don't take... And I. it's not that every crack is going to be sealed. But I would love to be able to reinforce the circle I'm in. That involves you being a part of my life, not just like on the peripheral you know what i mean like you being a part of my life my sisters being a part of my life my father being a part of my life my mother genevieve's father genevieve's mother genevieve's brother and us having a relationship like i don't know what it is but that's what i want i don't want i don't want i don't want children with multiple women i don't want Half-brothers, step-brothers, stepsisters, 
all that stuff is great. We're all family, but I don't want that. And right. I am have a unique opportunity to kind of define that right. and make that so. You can write that narrative. Yes, and that I'm 100% for it, defining these things for myself, raising any potential children in something that is not as fractured as what I grew up in sure. or what you grew up in, giving them the opportunity to, to have Uncle Mike. Aunt Amanda, Aunt Maya, Aunt, you know, Aunt Tyler, Aunt Gabby. You know, I want them to have all of that. And selfishly, I want all that too. You know, I'm still learning how to, you know, build, build something when you don't have the blueprint and you don't have all the pieces. I still struggle with the idea of not being a good brother. Especially to, like, my dad's daughters. I just feel like I was just not there. And when they probably needed me the most, I was very much into building myself and trying to get out of whatever depressive rut I was in sure. and just, you know, taking more time to, to be there, to be me and to and to give them me and for them to be a part of me and for us to be a family. That's that's what I that's what I see. Family, a family defined by me. And, yeah, man, I see. I just see you being just, just. I, I see big things for us. I see us, you know, going and see some of the world together. I see us. I see you being there when I'm married. I see myself being there if you get married, or, or at least I, I don't mean, even know what that shit looks yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, I see. I see that. I see us going to shows eventually. I see yeah, us man. spending a lot of time. I love just kind of sitting there and watching. NBA dunks. Like yeah. that, it's dope. It's that's dope really shit. dope. It's yeah. really dope. I see a lot of something and nothingness for us. I see a lot of just kind of absorbing each other. Putting you on to different movies. You putting me on to music, which you have already. I see more coffees, more brunches. Someone, I see us becoming friends. Like friends. I mean, we're, we're, we are friends. Yeah, yes. but I mean, like, it's just like, you know... You, again, you don't choose your family. Right. And, and it's like you do have, you know, people that you love, but you don't necessarily like want to spend time with them right. all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I um, mean, look, I love all of my relatives. Same. I don't like many of them. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, when family is there for you, when people feed you and clothe you and house you, it's not even a matter of like, it's, it's we're not friends. Yeah. It's, 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 we're family. Right. That's where the commitment is. Right. And there are family members that I am friends with. Yeah. That I do love very dearly. So, you know, it, 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 there's a little bit of everything kind of mixed in there. Right. For sure. But I think you and I have already, you know, in these few months built up a relationship that is sort of transcendent of just family. Yeah. It's strong. Right. I think it's strong. Like it's, you know, yeah. we actually enjoy each other's, we like yes. talking to each other and enjoy each other's company. Mm -hmm. And again, sort of speaking from the perspective of someone who would not want to spend a half hour in a room <laughs> with right. certain people that I'm related to. Right. We're on day two. And yeah, it's pretty. It's right, pretty and it's dope. good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. You kind of get in. You kind of we kind of we get each other. Right. We get each other, and we already kind of instinctively know how to talk to each other. Yeah. It doesn't feel forced at all. Not at all. I, I have a question for you. Could I ask? Oh, you can ask as many questions. I guess as you I want to ask the same question. Where do you see this? Where do you see this going? 
Where do you, where do you, where do you want this to go? What's this? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Asking me the goddamn question. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm not very. I like answering questions. I don't like asking <laughs> questions. Okay, I would say. Do you, I don't know. Because it could be. I mean, you could be talking about our relationship. You could be talking about my life. You could be talking about. I, I don't know specifically what you're. So when you man, when you coming down to Georgia, man, when are we gonna have this cookout, man? When are we gonna have this cookout, man? When are we taking our our our, our, our daddy son's pictures? Oh God! With, with us with our arms around, around each other. We need to. You know what needs to happen for, before that? Me and Dad need to have a conversation. Okay. Cool. And I don't know how that conversation takes place. Right. I'm open to it. Okay. But I don't want to meet my father for the first time around a group of people that I don't know. I hear that. And I don't even know if I want to do it around a group of people, period. I hear that. I want it to be me and Damn. him. And it could be me, him, and you. At Chili's or something. Yeah. It could be me, him, and my mom, which will never happen. Never. Never. I, I could um, imagine that being very bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, me, him, and a mediator of some sort. Right. You know, you are... You are like family. Yeah. I mean, family, I have, to me, family isn't the people, relatives are the people that you're related to. Right. Family is the people that are part of my life that I want to keep in my life that know about me in the most honest fashion that I present myself. Right. You know, so to me, you're already family. Same. So that, and that will grow over time as we get to know each other better and spend more time around one another in person, you know, and talk more and what have you. Right. Like Georgia, it's it's on my mind, man. That ooh, there's ooh. actually a song called Georgia. There is I'm a song. never doing that again. You have to like input that in right. the pod. Jo I just thought of something. What? I Yeah, I mean you have another brother. Yes. You're my only brother. You're my only brother. True. Like it's like I any 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 spawn that I have you would be... I would be their only uncle. Well, they have... Well, Genevieve also has a brother. Okay. But that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, me and my, my brother on my mom's side are not incredibly close. Okay. Like, we know each other. We like each other. Right. But he's where he is, and I'm where I am, and we don't really have a lot of contact. Right. Outside of, you know, social media and, like, happy birthday and shit like right. that. Right. So this already feels like more of the brother type of Yeah, that, that I've wanted. That I have. thought that I... Right. Like, that I've always thought it should be like. Right. Yeah. Right. So I just, you know, I think we've already established... You know, we've established a relationship. We've established a relationship that's based on honesty and communication, which are the two things that I think are most important to cultivating and developing any relationship. I agree. And I think as long as we keep that communication and honesty going forward, the sky's the limit, right? It'll be good. Yeah. You know? But yeah, man, Georgia is kind of like, me and Joseph need to have a sit down, have a man to man sit down. Yeah. And I think it needs to be like a mediated sit down so there isn't any situation like me going fuck this and yeah. walking out. Yeah. Because I just like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be smooth talked. I don't want to be slick talked. Yeah. I want real shit. Like, the tell truth. me what happened. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable it makes you. Right. It doesn't matter how bad it is, but tell me what happened. Because it's like, I'm an actual three-dimensional person. Yeah, yeah. Like, the repercussions of what you have made have affected... Your entire life, your entire years. being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we need to lay that out. And I'm not going to come to you with, like, I'm not going to come and be, like, hard body, like, animosity. Like, yeah. Fuck you. I'm not going to come with, like, 
Yeah. But you got to come at me right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And then the rest of the family can kind of fold in. Yeah, come in. Yeah. Meet the sisters. Yeah. Yeah, man. We can work from there. I hear that. I hear that. I'd be that mediator. I'd go with you. Was Was that what you meant by the question you asked? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I just really wanted... I just... I don't know. I don't really know what I want. This is already what I want. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it being just this. Right. I'm obviously. actually. I'm more excited to meet like your mother. And yeah, they want it. They yeah. They're they love you. <laughs> they want you. <laughs> they want you around. Yeah. They just they're they're good people. And also, y'all live in the south. We live in the south, but you know, it's also like we live we live in our thing. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's different. I feel like if I'm walking around and I see a MAGA hat, I'm just going to, like, have a moment. And... I, I haven't seen any. Last two years, I haven't seen any MAGA hats. I've seen a lot of Confederate stuff. That doesn't make me as mad as the MAGA hats. Yeah, I, it, well, you see, the, I think the thing that I struggle with is it doesn't make me mad at all. Okay. It, I do comment on it. I'm just like, look at, look at Jimmy Bob here. You know what I mean? I do. But, you know, it's like you said, like, everybody has a life that's been impacted by someone else right and you can't control that you can control the person you are now right i made a decision a long time ago maybe like seven years ago that the person that i want to be is a zen like more humanist person i respect that and so like you said once you enter my circle you need to come correctly for there to for you know for you to be a permanent part of it but if you are outside of my circle as long as you don't affect me or hurt somebody i i do i try not to think about right. you i try not to think about you i've had some people that i thought would react very negatively to me do the complete opposite yeah and i think that all of us Except for those people that are really like, I hate to use the word crazy, but except for those people that really are just limited in the fact like they cannot, all of us have the capability to do something different, to be different, to grow, to, to learn. Yeah. Yes. And I think the moment that we start acting like we're unable to do that is the moment that we kind of give up on people. And then it's like, well, what's it all for? What's it all for? Like, I like... I would love to just kind of survive this life. I but I would much more love to enjoy this life. Yeah, man. I, that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. We're not promised one after this. No, sir. So, no, sir. Do do the best you can with what you got while you're yeah, here. Yeah, there's too there's not come on, man. There's no there's no room in here for any hate. Like Anger, agitatedness, <laughs> frustration. Yes. You know, but hate, my mom always said hate's a very strong word. If you hate somebody, then, then you know, it says as much about you as it says about them. And so I try to be chill. I try to be cool. You know what I mean? Would I walk up to somebody with a Confederate jacket on and be like, yo, what's good? Let's be homies. I mean, that's probably also not a good idea. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I've also, in Georgia, seen, like, black and white, like, rocking. Right. And I, like, you know, like you said, mentioned, I'm in an interracial relationship. We rock. You know, we, it's, it's tight. It's natural. 
So, you know, I just kind of leave the opportunity open. I don't have a wall up. I used to have a very large wall against anyone, anyone, anybody. But I don't really have one now. I'm just very just into being Evan. Even if that's a little narcissistic, I'm just into being Evan. You are... One thing I always try to say, and I don't know how it comes across to other people, I don't really care how it comes across to other people, is... At the end of the day, you have you. Yeah. You got to concentrate on you. Yeah. And it doesn't mean concentrate on you to the, to the, concentrate on just you and leave out everybody else. Right. But prioritize yourself. Yeah. Because everybody else is also prioritizing yeah. themselves. Whether they say they are, they're, they, they're not. They are prioritizing themselves. Don't be self to the exclusion of other right. people is what I was needing to say. And I agree. Like, if you see yourself as a caregiver or a good friend, you cannot be those things without first know, knowing self and, and loving self and right. trusting self. How can you now give advice or give love to somebody else when you don't know you? That It feels shallow in a way. It feels like kind of automated, like you're doing what you think you're supposed to do as opposed to what you really you want right. to you're do. You're not doing it from the heart. You're doing exactly. it because you think you're supposed to do it. Yeah, no, I like be yourself and then whoever disappears, it's for a reason. Right. Whoever sticks around, those people are the ones legit. That, yeah. Yes. Yep. They're the real yeah. ones. Yes, the real ones. And I'm all about real. I'm all about 3D. That's why my goal is to be a three-dimensional person. I love it. And, you know, just chilling, man. So, until I have a moment, I'm going to go off what I already know and feel. Right. I don't... I already know what the... The news is like. I already know yeah. what I TV, mean, movies you know are the like. Game. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what it is. Yeah. And um, not to say that everything is untrue, but not everything is true. And um, some things are very true and blown up. Some things are very big and made small. Right. You still have a responsibility as a person to think for yourself. Yes, 100%. And um, I'm 100% approving. Thinking for yourself. Yes, sir. It's uh, the best thing you can do in this world. The best thing. Unless you're drinking, like, horse piss or whatever it is. Yeah, no horse piss. No horse piss. No, I mean, we could talk about this. We could talk about this COVID thing. I'm just like, I... Yeah, let's not talk about (laughs) it. Did you have any more questions for me, Ed? Oh, man. Not to put you on the spot. No, no, being on the spot is cool. More questions. Is that Miguel the singer? Yes. Miguel Jantel? Yes. Okay. If you've never, this is not a question. This is more of an observation. If you've never been to Mike Joseph's apartment, this is a museum. This is a museum. It's almost, it's almost a crime to not have a larger space with more stuff in it. Because this is, everywhere you look, there is a feeling, there is an idea, there is a portal somewhere that will just take you somewhere else. I just, I, I want the place that I live to have personality, to have my personality. I, it's so cozy. It's just so, I just, when I want to think about, even though that's a later Knicks team, but it's a very good, uh, it's a great Knicks team. Mid, mid-90s, late-90s yes. Knicks team. Starks there with the face mask, but just so many, so much Prince and 
Miana Andian and Barack Obama and James Brown and it's just like and Lenny's here and man it's just the vibe is incredible I love these Funko Pops. I mean for me like art and culture is so important to me. Yes. Uh, it's so important to the person that I am. Right. I want sometimes you go to people's houses and you look around and it's just like who are you? Yeah. What are you about? You just have You're like no a catalog. Idea. Yeah. Like this looks like I random Ikea house in yeah. Canada, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, like, this isn't the Waldorf Astoria. Right. This isn't a super high-end Brooklyn apartment. Right. But when you walk into my space... It's my Joseph. You get my flavor. Yes, sir. You get my, my vibe. Yes. I'm yeah. sprinkling my... my yeah. I know vibe. what I'm getting you for Christmas, though. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Is already. it a secret? Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. I'm getting you a fly-ass chair. Please. A fly ass chair because this is Cause the, this chair this is, is hurting my This ass. is the cockpit. Right. And you need to have the captain's chair. I wouldn't yes. Yes. Although Phil would probably just end up sitting there. Shout out time. shout out to Phil. Shout out to my nephew Phil. I don't know where you going. He's probably laying on your shit. He's again. probably laying on my shit. I think he wants to go home with you. I'll take him. Don't don't do that. I know he's your friend. Yes. He's my son. Oh yeah, he's your son. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that ended, and this is probably just a part one of several, but uh, we actually really wanted to record this conversation and uh, put it out in the world. I think maybe some people might think it's maybe too close of a look in, or we're deliberately putting people in our business, but uh, it's our lives to share, and we hope that you enjoy this conversation, and if you have any questions about a relative that you may have that you don't know about or that you have a fuzzy history on i will fully endorse 23andme and they're not giving me any money uh but check them out uh, in, in case that you're in case you are interested in anything related to your genealogy uh you can follow evan on instagram at the oddest that is d-a-o-d-d-e-s-t and uh i want to thank evan for allowing me to record this conversation and for putting it out there and uh, I want to thank him for looking for me and putting all of the things in place so that we were able to find each other.